0: This is an Niles Energy Podcast, episode 148. See our winning part two speaking strategy in action. have created a key strategy to help you deal with a blank mind on speaking part two. See it being used in action and learn about the common traps and how not to fall into them on speaking part two.
1: Families have a lot going on. Lindsay, 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 how you doing? Jessica,
0: Jessica, oh, I can't say your name that fast because three syllables, Jessica, it's too hard. Okay. Hey, Jessica, how's it going today? I know,
1: it doesn't like, yeah, it, it can't follow that same rhythm. Dun, 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 no dun, 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 way. Dun, dun. Like it can't, can't do fit. it
0: too much. <laughs> I have to learn a thing or two about rhythm and, you know, music making, so... <laughs>
1: Or just take a dance class. Get the
0: physical mm. rhythm going. That's more fun. That is a, g- I was thinking about t- taking a cooking class actually. Oh. Basic cooking.
1: Fundamental cooking. <laughs> you know, I, I love to bake, but I'm not an awesome cook. I still cook all the time because I have to, but I don't feel mm. like it's great. So yeah, I would love to take a cooking class as well. Yeah just to learn the basics like you know how
0: to how to chop and things like that
1: (laughs) well really you don't know how to chop really
0: i mean i gotta work on it
1: (laughs) oh my gosh you do need to start from the beginning these are
0: life skills jessica that i need to build seriously i'm worried about you now are you eating properly over there you should be worried (laughs) i've been losing a lot of weight
1: (laughs) okay guys if you have any cooking tips for Lindsay, please please put them on the blog yeah send us send us some easy introductory recipes maybe we could try them out okay um so today we are talking about speaking part two
0: Yes, and this is a big one because this is the one where we have to talk for quite a while, isn't that right, Jessica? Yeah,
1: and our go-to strategy that we talk about in our course, and we've practiced on the podcast a couple times, I think, is to approach this always by telling a story. When you... (sighs) Tell a story about the topic. It's way easier to fill two minutes because you're talking about context. You're giving details. Um, it's organized already for you. So the... Um, coherence aspect is there, right? Like first this happened, then this happened because of that, this other thing happened, right? You're just like going by time beginning to end. Um, and then it also affects your pronunciation, making it sound more natural because you're telling a personal story. So like you forget you're talking to an examiner. You forget it's like this nervous situation and you just start talking.
0: Yeah, and we just want to acknowledge, we know that it's hard to come up with ideas, guys. I mean, when we were planning this episode, we had a hard time coming up with how we would answer these questions, right? Yeah, guys, we totally. had to think about it for just a second. But it really does cut that time in half to go ahead and turn it into a story. Because when you're talking mm-hmm. about yourself,
1: things just come more naturally. Exactly. So um on part two, you are going to be asked to describe something. So you're going to be asked to describe a person, a place, an event, an experience, or an object. And this is the hardest one. And like when I'm practicing this strategy with students, they're like, well, okay, how am I supposed to tell a story about an object or a device? So my recommendation is to tell a story of when you bought it or tell a story of when it came in useful or if you lost it one time or if you let someone borrow it, what did they do with this thing? Or, you know, or sometimes it could be a question of like an object in the future, like something you want to buy. Then tell a story of why you want to buy it, like I had this horrible day yesterday and that's why I need to buy this thing or, you know, like (laughs) there's, there's a couple different ways you can go about this. But again, it's, it's just practice, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there's really no substitute for practice. That's where confidence comes from. And that's what we need to build right there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, as I've told a few students lately that we're trying to practice this specific function, if you just honestly just like sit in a chair in your house or outside and just look around, what do you see? Like right now, guys, I'm sitting at my dining room table and I'm looking at my car outside. So I'm going to describe that for two minutes. Or Or I turn my head to the left and I see a painting that I bought last year. I'm going to practice describing that for two minutes. So Mm. just seriously, just look around you. And I know it sounds like impossibly difficult. And it is. It's not easy. But – the exam isn't easy either.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like we have to build these different skills for the speaking test, right? One is kind of coming up with ideas and the right. other is describing that idea. Right. So if we can isolate those concepts and do one at a time, well, the ideas are already provided for us when we're looking around our room, we can hone in on that skill and then later focus on coming up with that spontaneous idea, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I mean, the more, <coughs> the more times you do this, the easier it's going to be, obviously, because you're gonna going to start repeating details. You're going to start using the same sort of linking words that helped you before. You know, it's just it's only mm-hmm. going to help yeah. your fluency. Um, I think students who have already prepared for the test and know what part two looks like might have a question at this point on the speaking yeah. test card on the top. It says describe blah, blah, blah. And then there are three bullet points under that um, with further questions like you should explain where you bought it, why you bought it, um, where you use it, or something like that. So, guys, no matter what you hear, okay, I'm telling you straight from the exam's mouth, you guys do not have to talk about those three bullet points, okay? They are not yeah. connected to your grade at all. And Ugh. I think sometimes they end up hurting the student's fluency because the student is not like giving a connected answer like in a story. Yeah. Instead what they're doing is just like reading from the card one by one. Oh gosh. Like,
0: no, there are a lot of rumors out there. Don't listen to the rumors guys. We know the exam better than anyone and we're telling you the facts.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So listen to us, please follow our advice and this one activity of just looking around you and describing five different objects you see. I mean, that's going to increase your fluency in this very challenging aspect of the exam just immediately, just this one activity.
0: If you have a limited amount of time to achieve your target score, then stop wasting your time with random materials. Your first step is to get our step-by-step checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N. That's awesome. I love it. Let's give some examples here, shall we? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, All right, Lindsay, you have to go first, I decided. I mean, all right. if that's uh, okay. I can handle it. That sounded I Okay, <laughs> I am
0: ready. I am prepared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally and physically, yes. <laughs>
1: did you do your stretches? Are you... <laughs> A little Some push-ups and everything, you know. <laughs> I did my squats this morning. I'm feeling strong. Okay. Um, Lindsay, I would like you to describe something you carry with you all the time that is not your phone.
0: Okay. Well, that thing that I carry with me all the time would be my day planner, my my homework book, as I used to call it. And this sends me <laughs> right back to the sixth grade is when my first homework book came into my life. Oh my I remember it was Mr. Bobbin's sixth grade class. <laughs> and it was the middle school, right? Is when all of a sudden we had seven classes and we had to learn how to manage our time and our mm. assignments. So we were introduced to the homework book or the day planner. <laughs> (laughs) And ever since then, you know, yeah, really literally since... I was 13 years old, I've had a homework book every year and now that I'm an entrepreneur, it serves me so well and it has become so important because when you're an entrepreneur like I am, you really need to keep your responsibilities straight and you need to know how to prioritize. So having everything written down in a homework book (laughs) is the key to success in my my career and in my life. And nowadays, I bring bring it everywhere. I bring it to my yoga class. I bring it to you know, parties, even on dates, I bring my homework book. <laughs> so that is the item that I can't live without and that I bring everywhere is my homework book, my day planner. <laughs>
1: Ooh, that that's not two minutes. That was a minute. That wasn't two minutes. Oh, Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay,
0: well, this is actually a good example of how this could be challenging for our listeners. I mean, how can we gauge what two minutes is? I mean, how can we do that?
1: two minutes feels a lot longer than it sounds um, mm. so yeah it's just practice it's just timing yourself forcing yourself to fill two minutes every time you practice part two Oof. and like I said guys it feels a lot longer than it sounds I mean two minutes that sounds super short like I'm, I can talk about anything for two minutes mm. um, but as you heard I mean Lindsay who's a professional speaker like, she, like <laughs> that's her job is talking like even for her with this really difficult part two topic like it it's minute and mm-hmm. a half was like max
0: mm-hmm. right right so so for our listeners if they get stuck there what could we give them as a recommendation like if you or me in my shoes i've covered this topic pretty thoroughly where would you go from here would you go through the who what when where why and try to extend it for 30 seconds or what would you do
1: I would use our strategy of going to immediate personal experience. So I would say, like, just just describe the very last time you used it or describe oh, the, the next okay. time you're going to use it or just mm. whatever. The first thing you think of when this object comes, you know, like or maybe if you realize you have more time like you like Lindsay told that story about um in what was it, seventh grade, sixth grade? Yeah, Mister Bobbin, I'm so, I'm <laughs> yeah. so cute. Like I would give more details about that story because that's like Ooh. that sounds that sounds like a um a really cute but like an interesting part of your life where like that actually influenced you for the rest of your life. Like this is yeah, a big deal.
0: Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a big deal. So maybe go back into explaining how it felt in sixth grade to be given that homework book on day one and to realize that things were going to be serious. Now it was middle right. school. I was responsible for keeping track of my, my assignments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go into a little more detail about how I felt. Maybe. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And maybe, and maybe you could think about what your life would be like if that did, if that hadn't have happened you know what i mean yeah, like there's yeah. some different directions that that you mm. could take that i think but don't be okay. worried about like if that happens to you on the exam um you reach a minute and a half and the examiner's like uh is there anything else you could say um right. you still sound fluent if it and cohesive if you say you know actually i could give you some more details about that story so duh, 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 duh. like just mm. that sentence is still very fluent and cohesive Right. Because we're describe. even though we're having that
0: gap, it's not really a mistake if we can right. describe what's happening. Right. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Exactly. So yeah.
1: I think we I think we've given some phrases in the past about um just being honest with the examiner about what's happening yes. in your head and mm-hmm. how that is going to help your score. Um, Of course, silence is going to hurt your score. So just be honest right. with the examiner. What's happening? You'd be like, uh okay, I feel like that wasn't two minutes. Right. Like, you know, like I'm running out of ideas right now and then, Mm. you know, you can connect it. I love it. I love it, and it's good, you know, for our listeners to see that it's not
0: easy even for native speakers to fill the two minutes. As we said, it's not easy, and here I've made a mistake. But now you guys can learn from the mistake that I made, and so you'll know what to do when you have a remaining thirty seconds or fifty seconds. You'll know what to do. I love it. Okay, exactly.
1: Excellent. Um, All right. So so I'll do flip it around. Sorry.
0: Are you ready, Jessica? Are you ready ready for your question? You ready? Okay. All right, here's the question. So what is an expensive thing that you really want to buy?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, honestly, I don't re, I don't spend a lot of money on things. I like to, I like to spend money on food and like groceries (laughs) and movies. I feel like where I spend my money is on things that are ephemeral, things that don't last Mm. a long time. So if I could, let's see, an expensive thing I want to buy would be a car because I really Mm. need another car. My family has one car. And there are many times when I need to do something and my son needs to do something with his dad and there's all these different things that have to happen all over Portland, but one car is not enough to get us to all those places. So, for example, two weeks ago... Um, I, I wanted to go camping. I needed to go camping because I had been so busy lately that there was no time for just like a quiet thought to myself. Like that just yeah. hadn't happened for weeks. And. To be real, I was, I felt like I was going a bit crazy, just like my mind could not reach a quiet place anymore. So I thought, all right, I need to go camping. Luckily, I live in Portland. That's very reachable, but it's not like I could bike there. I mean, I, I had knee surgery four months ago. I can't ride my bike for, you know, 20 right. miles yet. So, um, m- I wanted to use the car, but then I thought, oh, no, like, I can't leave James and his dad with no car. What if there's an emergency? Like, that really worries me, you know, just what if my son needs to go to the hospital? Like, that really scared me. So, um, at that time, I realized I really need to buy a new car. So, right now, I'm looking on Craigslist. I'm looking at sort of used cars from the early 2000s, maybe like a Japanese, I'm thinking Toyota, Mazda, Oh, that's two minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh, time is up. (laughs) Very nice, ma'am. As you can see,
1: I have practiced this before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that stood out to me about that is that you really went into the motivations behind why you want that thing. And that's a rich area to explore. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're. um, Yeah. What. How did you arrive at this decision? Like what made Mm. you have this decision? And that's a story. You know, this happened. And then this happened. So it just goes back to our strategy of trying to find a story within this topic.
0: Yeah, exactly. And as we know our own stories well, or we know how we felt in that moment, right? Of of needing to leave the car behind, but wanting to leave, or you know, being in the sixth grade class on day one and being nervous. We right. know how we feel. We can describe that to the examiner, and that's when the interesting language can come out too for exactly. a higher vocabulary score. Yeah,
1: and that's when the pronunciation becomes more expressive too. When oh. you like, that's when you hit that seven or eight for pronunciation is when you're you're expressing your feelings like that.
0: Oh, love it. Love it. This is the go-to strategy then, Jessica, for speaking part two, right? Always try totally. to go to a story as much as we can exactly. and the motivations behind our feelings, our exactly, wants.
1: Exactly, exactly. So <clears throat> practice this, guys. Practice, practice, practice. That's the best advice we can give you today. We've told you how to practice. Now you just have to do it. Yes. And I think I'll practice too. <laughs> yeah, and Lizzie, that's your homework as well. Put it in your homework book. You have to practice. It's in my homework book. <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. Very nice. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad we covered this topic today because we know that for our listeners, the speaking section is a bit daunting, but you guys will be ready if you're coming back to IELTS Energy four times a week.
1: Yeah, super ready, guys. I believe in you. You can do it. You just have to put in the time.
0: You got it. All right, guys. And if you want to learn more about our course to go deeper into this and to get this in a more step-by-step plan, come back to com and get into the trial. Your first three days are a dollar. Very nice. Very nice. (laughs) Okay, Jessica, we will see you again next week. This has been fun. Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. I will. You too, Lindsay. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.